Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle, pal. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back. Hour number two with Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. I realize that we don't have the uh, the wrong number text on our, on our bar here. I need it. There oh, it actually, it is on here. Yeah, it is on here. Uh, so, with that being said... We, re- we have received a wrong number text. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's usually pretty good. Um, and we have a sounder for it. And here it is. So you texted us. You didn't mean to. You can't take it back. Now we have to read it. Because you texted us. You texted us. Ooh, you texted us. All right, so we received a text from a nameless person. Even if, even if you receive... Now, let me just let me just say this right off the front. If we receive a wrong number text and you are named on the text line, we will keep your name censored. I feel like that's fair because you didn't want to text us, and I realize that in some cases you don't want this information to be public. You don't want your name out there. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it quiet. Um. So it is a text, and the cat. It's a picture. Oh no! And the caption is "So this just happened," and it is a picture of a person who has spilled something all over his pants, and that something—I know this from a follow-up text—is French vanilla coffee creamer. Mm. Tough. What I wonder, though, with these wrong number texts, like. Who whose number is so closely aligned to Do you think it's a, It's not a number. It's some it's it's con, it's a consciousness thing. Mm. It's like you're listening to the ticket. Somebody says 937 the ticket so you like went to you went to text your wife that you spilled coffee oh, okay. all over yourself but and you it's like somebody actually said 937 the ticket. So boom, you okay. press it in there. I I've done that before. I don't send a lot of wrong consciousness text i think i think i i think i've done it one or two times i've caught myself immediately and and in this case this person caught themselves immediately too yeah i i have done the thing where you're you're making a phone call but you are thinking about somebody else so you call the wrong person initially mm-hmm. and then they answer the that phone before. and you're like oh yeah i did this wrong. you're not my wife <laughs> who are you who is this 
What is happening? Uh, ben asks on the text line, how do we change our name on the text line? You just say, you just send in a text to the text line that says, hello, I'd like to change my name to this. And then they change your name. And then Rico will change your name, theoretically. And if, that's how you become Qdoba guy. That's how you become Qdoba guy or any one of the... Wet blanket. Yep, famous, the famous textures that we have on the uh, on the Sarder Heyman text line. We appreciate Who's the most famous of your textures? Um, it's a good question. And I don't mean like famous, famous. I mean like there's a group of them that like are are there every day. Happers meme guy. Happers meme guy is there every day for sure. Cubsker is there every day. Yeah. Um, Thomas Magnum is a uh, is a is a oftentimes contributor. Um, people like Ben, who wants his name changed now. There's more. Fa- I remember. I know Faisal five times. That one happens a lot. Wet blanket, like you said, Kenoba yep. guy. Outdoors Kevin is a is a famous caller. Yeah, more he's not a, a he's not a texture though, right? I, Outdoors Kevin, I think I'm mad at us. And yeah, but he still calls every now and then. Okay, I feel like he, we just had him on a few weeks ago, but he was indoors, so it didn't really stand out. Husker fan in Manhattan. He did get mad at us. You are right. He got mad at us, and I don't think we've heard from him in a while. Uh, well, he called back after he got mad at us. Okay, so. good. Rico's checking in. Outdoors Kevin calls DP shows. Oh, he's an afternoon listener. Mm, yeah. Some of some of the afternoon people I've brought with me, some of them I'm not going to take credit for because they were just here anyway. Yeah, I yeah. know. Outdoors Kevin's called uh, uh, DP and J a couple times already. So there you I go. think he's just at that time. Was he still outdoors? Uh, when he called, when I talked to him, it seemed like he was outdoors, but when he was on the, them, it didn't seem like he was outdoors. He do they moved. understand, do they care that his name is Outdoors Kevin, or they just they didn't even Kevin? They just said Outdoors Kevin, because I wrote it on the board, <laughs> but they didn't even How does no question one, it at all. It's no one so funny. It? It's so funny. They didn't ask at all. This I, guy's I name is Kevin. It sounds like he's outdoors. Let's call him Outdoors Kevin. <laughs> I could have sworn multiple like times. a recruiting hour thing. When we would go, oh, it's Outdoors Kevin, he would just go, that's right. I remember that bit. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, yeah, that's good. Um, let's see here. Oh yeah, Husker fan in Manhattan said, "I'm he- I'm here, and you love me." Yeah, we we love you all, of course. Have you ever? Oh, Ohio Husker. We're gonna take a phone call in a second. Have you ever texted a group text by accident when it was supposed to be just a text to your wife? That never goes over well. Uh, Someone just did that the other day. Yeah, Brunt has definitely done that in the Husker twenty four seven group. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of a specific one. I haven't that I know of. I, I this is as long as we're talking about texting issues. One of the dumbest things that I do is I type out the entire message and then forget to hit send, and then I wonder why I haven't gotten uh, a response. And then, and then, then I just check, be sitting, and there. the entire message has been sitting there for like four hours. Mm, that's a bad deal. Yeah. And then I have to make the decision whether I send it then, or if it was timely, I just delete it all. Well, just come clean. I think people understand that. Well, it's like, it, this text sure. was sitting there. I forgot to press the button. Sometimes. Here it is. Sometimes I pretend like I'm not a moron. Mm. I think you just got to own it. They, they see through it. You just got to own it. Let's take a phone call from the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Speaking of famous callers, we have Jason. Yeah, Hi. Jason's a regular. Hi, Jason. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, I just saw a Schaefer lookalike, so I figured, well, that's my sign. I need to call the show this morning. So <laughs> they're all over. We're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. While well, I was driving, uh, sharp-looking guy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he very much did uh, this. You know, I went down to the game the other day, 
the debacle against Auburn. You were there? Um, yes. Not that that you know matters. I don't you normally go to you know road games, but I happened <laughs> to go to this one. Uh, Auburn showed up with their band, cheerleaders, uh, the uniform colors that uh, that they're known for. We show up in black. I mean, there was cream color, which I always prefer over white, which nobody really cares but me, probably. But so the uniforms look fine; they look sharp. But I prefer the, the scarlet or the red and cream color. So I don't know. And then you guys probably talked about this. It was on Twitter, and yeah, I'm like 50, 60 feet maybe from the Husker bench with some buddies, and we realize that Webster's been told he's going into the game, but. He doesn't have his jersey on underneath his warm-up. So, it's like, man, yeah. if this doesn't just epitomize us for basketball, Kobe gets a call to go into the ball game, pulls off his jersey, and the guys on the bench realize he doesn't have his jersey. Kobe realized it, too, but, it, you know, it was on him, so he didn't, you know, couldn't look down that fast and see, hey, you had your jersey on. So, they had to go back in somebody to the – to the uh, locker room to get Kobe Webster his, his jersey. I mean, it just felt like, and then, you know, Doc Sadler means well. I remember Doc, first half, he was watching the contest. I mean, they had a ton of contests in that arena in between timeouts and stuff. It was kind of cool. I went to the Hawks game. They put on quite a show the night before, too. But yeah. it just epitomized Husker basketball. We just looked like the <laughs> And also ran. It was just kind of there to collect a paycheck and leave. It just—it was so demoralizing. Auburn's players looked like D1 basketball, you know, Power Five players. Yeah, it was just a brutal, brutal game. And I am not happy with Fred. I mean, guys, give me give me some full court pressing. They were up by 30. Auburn was at one point in the second half, and they were they had a guy full court pressing. You know, Fred hasn't done that against Michigan or Auburn. I don't know. I can't remember him doing that during his year. He's probably done it during his tenure here. But it is time for Fred to get the message. Either coach this basketball, be creative when you need to, or please move on because I am not impressed with Fred. And I was always giving him the benefit of the doubt. But we went in there, and we did not look like a basketball team was prepared. <laughs> yeah, you have, if us three guys and Rico were coaching – we would have been like, after that mission game, let's try anything, guys. Let's do anything. Let's full-court yeah. press. Let's put Trevor Lakes in the starting lineup. Let's try something. Let's be creative. Let's triple-team somebody. I don't care. Let's run a zone, one three one. Anything to get something sparked. I mean, Sadler looked like he was just an old guy with gray hair who just happened to be sitting on a bench with a basketball team. I mean, I, I could go on for an hour, but. Yeah. Sorry I went long, but thanks, guys, and I love the show. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. I, I got to say, man, I I share a lot of those same thoughts, it, the, <laughs> and, and maybe not specifically as it comes down to a guy, you know, not having his jersey on during the game, but oftentimes when you watch Nebraska basketball, and, and especially over the last couple, it, it feels like, I mean, in a, in, in a bigger sense, they're rarely the aggressor, right? And that confidence that teams have when they play against Nebraska, it doesn't only come from Nebraska being a historically downtrodden program. It it comes from their preparation and understanding what their what their roles are and what they're supposed to be doing that day. It, that's you know that's that's coaching pretty plainly put. Um, the last two it hasn't necessarily looked like that, 
and, and and I felt the same way watching Auburn on Saturday. I mean, it's it's a neutral court game, and it's kind of in, but it's obviously you know super in their territory, and there's a reason that you know Auburn's in that event. Um, and Nebraska is the team that's playing them, I suppose. But, um, you know, it didn't feel like Nebraska was really. It, it didn't really feel like they were even, you know, on that level. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, at all. I, well, they're not. You know, oh. and not, not just as a basketball team. It's just like they got – it's it's Kevin Durant and Charles Barkley sitting courtside, and they're out there doing and one mixtape tour throwing off the backboard, you know, 360 layups. Like, this has happened way too often for Nebraska basketball where you walk away and there's – there's no other way you can walk away from that game other than with your head down. It's like it, it it's it's embarrassing, man. That's tough. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's not there's nothing good that you can take from it. I the the thing that just really is disheartening is that I can't also say that it's not going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, some of me thinks that the last Two performances specifically were caught at a time in which Nebraska was at a particularly low moment. Uh, if they are dealing with the influenza thing that that they talked about before that For game, sure. that in itself can take away a lot. Like I, I mean, I so I don't want to. I don't want to make the last two games to be what it has been in totality because as we've talked about before, they really haven't played like that even before this season. I mean, yeah. for the most part, you've seen hustle, effort, grinding. They just haven't made shots, haven't made enough shots. Now, not only are they not making shots, it just feels like they're playing very, very poor basketball. Uh, Saturday, as an example, they had 20 turnovers. I mean, they have three game sets this year <laughs> where they didn't even get to 20 turnovers. But it, it's the basketball stuff, and obviously that's where it manifests itself. That's right. that's where it looks sloppy. But a lot about it seems sloppy. A lot. I mean, we get I get the chance to go in early and, and, and watch these teams that come in, warm up, and, it, it, and, you know, and maybe it's just a part of being on the road and having only your, your team there. And But it's, it's all uniform, right? <laughs> Some guys come out and shoot a little bit early, but then when they're all out there, they're going through something as yeah. a team, right? They're, they're warming up as a team. They're wearing the same warm-ups, you know, stuff like that. We're wearing the same colored shoes, and that's kind of to Jason's point a little bit. And and I don't know. We probably take that stuff a little too far sometimes. I don't really care about that because Nebraska's best team in the last decade, like you had seven different guys wearing seven different shoes. Some of that But that doesn't uh, mean it's the right way to do it. No, but I don't – I can't you can have get su- myself to the level where that's a concern. You can have success while yeah. while being that – but that doesn't mean it's the right way. And that especially doesn't mean it's the right way for a program like Nebraska, who is going to for as long I mean, for as long as I can remember and for as long as there will be, will go into games with a talent deficiency. They just will. Mm-hmm. They need to make up for that talent deficiency 
with intangibles. It needs to be so much better from an intangible standpoint. All these teams, the Big Ten, they might not have the best talent. Some of them do. They might not have the best talent, but all of them have the intangible piece. Yeah. And, and Nebraska's just so far away from that. That's the thing that has emerged over the last couple weeks that I am most flabbergasted by, that I, that I most cannot stand by. Like, the basketball part is really frustrating, and it, there's big-picture questions to ask about that. It doesn't at times look like a basketball team, and yeah, that, well. that's like the hardest part. I mean, the the thing that take away early from the Western Illinois game is it didn't feel cohesively like it was a unit yeah. at any point. It sort of feels like it's a couple different. It They play and look often like a rec league basketball team. And what I mean by that is it doesn't feel like they practice unit stuff. Like right. It doesn't feel like you have guys on the same page. Like, I, I agree with that That's entirely. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And we've, we've talked, you know, incessantly about... They don't do the small things like that's that's the other thing that that is really tough with this team specifically is that while they have talent in some areas, they don't do the stuff that doesn't require talent, which is boxing people out or making sure you have your guy on the switch or hustling to get back on defense in transition. I mean, those are things that don't require a star level. Right. They're just things you, you have need to them. do to be competitive. You need them. Right. We can't, I mean, you can't ignore that stuff because your system's good or you have this talent. Th- these are things that every team needs. Well, and especially teams like Nebraska, who, like I said, I mean, maybe they thought that they were going to have, that they were, you know, when they got here, that they were just going to out talent everybody and that would just work. I, I don't know how they thought they would get that done at Nebraska. But. It has to be so good from an intangible standpoint to make up for what they lack on the basketball front. I don't think there's a system in the world that goes into it with the idea that, like, we're doing this so we don't have to do these things that are just nature. Maybe not, but it, it, in in many cases, they've been ignored. Well, so I, I think what it, if, like, I can just put on a just complete guessing hat. Sometimes if your system is, well, we do this because we can't do that, the idea becomes, well, we don't really have to worry about that. Right. And that... If that's wrong. It feels like <laughs> that's where we find Nebraska. I've used that a lot yeah. in the sentence. But let's just say... We play... So, we let's play, just say rebounding. In theory, we play so well on offense that we don't need to worry about right. re- rebounding as much or and, defense as much. I don't think systems are set up that way. They're set up to minimize what you're poor at. They're not set up to completely remove the effort required to that. And it 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 feels like Nebraska has gone so far in one direction of we have to get all of this to work in terms of the three-point shooting that there's no longer the focus necessary on just simply checking a guy out when you're playing defense and getting a rebound. Yep. I mean, I... CJ Wilcher is one of my favorite players on this team, and he's not particularly helpful when it comes to getting rebounds because it, it's not where his focus is at. Yep. And so while he's helpful shooting or can be very helpful shooting, you also need the other small piece. Like, yeah, that's why there's be, only one way. It doesn't have to be the only thing that you're good at, but you need to have it in the arsenal. It's, it just feels like they have a bunch of players that – are ignoring things that you can't ignore or they're, they're being, I don't even think they're being taught, but it's just reinforced to ignore it. 
Like, all right, well, we just got to focus on making the shooting better. Well, right. It's no, a, there's a lot. It's of a lot deeper than that. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. Like they're they're incredibly flawed. I I find myself really dismayed because I I thought, and we can get into this conversation across any sport. I thought Nebraska got in Fred Hoiberg the best coach I was ever going to see at Nebraska, and there was times we're watching him draw stuff up. I go back to that first Indiana game that they played in Big Ten with a team that was not very good. And what he drew up to give him a shot to play in that game when yep. they went to overtime, incredible. It projected really well. And then just watching them sometimes when they run the offense that I think they're supposed to run, I can see why it could work. But then on the same token, I see that they just continue with players that don't do the stuff that get you to where the shooting matters. Yeah. And that's frustrating too. They think Did they think that they like had it figured out? You know, like they, they had arrived. I, I don't know how you could have thought that after back just, to back seven seasons. It feels like they, and again, I, I'm not some expert with basketball, and I don't want to pretend to be. From the outside looking in, it just feels like the only way that they're going to find success is if all the shots start falling. Because I don't, I, you know, and then I, I look at what they're recruiting, and other than um, Blaze Kata, it doesn't feel like they've addressed some of the issues that they have in terms of just going and getting physical toughness. They need some tough dudes. They got they got some more swing guys. I don't even think they have a point guard in their class, do they? Romel Lloyd, I guess. Is he the is he a swing they, wingman? This is like a very old man take. I am not interested in your point forwards anymore. Yeah. Give me a freaking floor general. That's what I want. Yep. That's what is works in college basketball. Especially works in this offense. In the NBA, you maybe don't need that as much, but I think there's enough history of really good point guards in the league that probably, you know, Chris Paul just took the Suns to the finals or helped right. take them there. Like, and I Nebraska's not going to get a Chris Paul. I get that. But you can use having a guy who's tough and gets people in the right spot and has leadership skills. Yes. And maybe he doesn't have to be a freakish scorer for you. But that's a very valuable thing on the court. I was probably – a lot of what the last three years has taught me is that I was probably too hard on Glenn Watson. I thought he should have been better than he was. Um, but now I look back at it and I think this team could really use a Glenn Watson who competes his ass off, puts people where they need to be, can distribute the ball, and maybe gives you a little scoring. I mean – <laughs> is that going to make them go from where they're at to 20 wins? No. Would we? But it would be better than what they have now? Yes. We've talked a lot about systems in a, in a bad light over the last <laughs> couple of shows here, but look around at some of the teams that are known and coaches that are known for their systems and what they do. It's always the point guard who makes it go. And college it's, basketball is so guard it's dependent. It's always the point guard who makes it go. Look, I mean, look at Creighton. It, you know, not to bring that example up all the time, but when, the, when they're good – their point guard is the dude. I don't even think you have to use Creighton. Just look at Michigan. Teams. I mean, M- Michigan. You could think of their last their last three point guards. They're not the biggest guys in the world, but they run no. Xavier Xavier Simpson and this guy um, uh, Eli Brooks. They do a really really good job, and they just get people in the right places, and they're good leaders too. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I and maybe you know. Maybe there's something to be said for those guys. I mean, Zegarowski at Creighton and then now Nemhard, who they're turning it over to kind of. I mean, they kind of gave them the keys as freshmen and they really grew mm-hmm. and developed in, 
into more of the leadership role and stuff like that. Maybe it has to be a freshman. Like maybe it, maybe it has to be a high school kid. I don't know. I, we've seen teams have success from the transfer portal um, in basketball and at that position too. It, it can happen, but you're building your team around it basically. Well, I just I I just don't think you can be successful, especially at Nebraska, Hepper, I mean, where you're basically right, where where you're sort of already starting from a lower point than everyone else. I just don't think you can eschew that position. I, I really don't. No and having watched the last couple of years where they haven't had like a true point guard, I covet it a lot. And oh, I don't yeah. think it's it's so I don't important. think it's necessarily coming anytime soon. And not that this is like this is not a thing against Verge. It's just the way uh, you know I <laughs> Verge isn't a point guard. Right. I mean he it's had not seven Verge's turnovers fault. against Auburn. Like if, if the more and Auburn's built in a certain way, and the SEC is built in a certain way where they're long and they're athletic, and like that's in that conference you have to have a point guard, you you know. So I just don't think this this style can be successful. And this group has tried to bring in point guards; they just haven't gotten yeses. Yeah. Um. So it's not like it's it's something that they're consciously trying to do. It's just that you're running a team out there, and you're trying to run a system, and you don't have an actual point guard. And it has shown for two straight years that that's to the detriment of what you're trying to do. All right, want to hear from you guys? Like I said, here four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Hammond Text Line. They're both open free. We'll take your thoughts on basketball. We'll come back, uh, touch on a little volleyball. Who's headed to the Final Four? All right, that's a little better. Uh, also, women's basketball got another win. We'll get into that next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J Shaper. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 